Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about digital marketing automation, uh, even more about content marketing automation, how you can get results. And because, you know, today uh, the era of lazy marketers is dead. You can't get results uh, if you use just generic methods. So I'm excited to discuss this topic with Steven and Tom. How are you? Very good. Very good, Anatoly. Hope you're well as well. A big pleasure to get you uh, on my show to learn more about uh, automation because the last time uh, I pay a lot of my attention uh, with AI tools, with any other automation tools, because I think, you know, uh, when we have such uh, features, we can uh, replace manual jobs. So I'm excited to learn more about that. Before we start, just tell more about your experience, background and why you decided to pay attention with that. Steve, um, you can go ahead. Oh, I can start. Right, brilliant. Go ahead, Steve. So, right, so, I mean, most of my life I've actually done wines and restaurants, but marketing has always kind of attracted me. Uh, it's something which was kind of the undiscovered world for me. And then a little while ago, you know, the company I work for now, Ypress, came along. Uh, absolutely fantastic uh, uh, platform they've got when it comes to automation, you know, hence the topic which I'm happy taking part in. Um, and I've kind of, you know, to be honest, uh, thankfully enough, gone from, you know, strength to strength in terms of understanding what the content marketing world is all about, you know, how automation can actually make our lives easier. You know, uh, one of the biggest jobs our platform does is to help big brands and agencies in terms of, you know, distributing content. So, so yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. And, uh, hopefully I could, you know, give out, give out some, some useful tips. Yeah, nice. I believe on that. Tom, what about you? Yeah, of course. So uh, I've been friends with Steve for quite a while and we've been a customer of White Press. And uh, yeah, so I own a full service digital marketing agency in London. So we deal with everything from graphic design through to development, marketing, SEO, all that kind of stuff. So we've been using White Press for a while. I'm, I'm like you, Anatoly, love tech, love software. And uh, when Steve reached out to me about this, I was in love because it saves my team so much work. Uh, looking for links and websites that are suitable for us and for our clients as well. So yeah, super excited to be here as well. Nice, nice. Okay, guys, I have the first question. Why is it important to have content marketing automation and what steps uh, does automation really help? Steve, you can Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, uh, Ypress, you know, we, we obviously based in, in Poland and we do kind of cater when it comes to the entire digital content marketing strategy. And one of the biggest questions people have come and asked, especially the startups as to, guys, where do you find the time to you know, strategize, come up with content, and then most importantly, distribute it in an effective and timely manner. And that's where I think you know, automation is so important, but important in a way that I think it's, it's kind of uh, one of those processes where people don't pay enough attention to it. Why? Because they simply think, you know, content creation might be generated by, you know, artificial intelligence or, or, or robots kind of doing that stuff for you. But I think you can still mix and match, have the human element to it where, uh, you know, when it comes to polishing up the, uh, the entire text which has been crea created um and then of course when it comes to the distribution part of the uh, of the job uh and again uh i'll kind of circle back to to white press as such you know that's what's made the uh, job so easier you know one of the 
uh, common denominators me and Tom uh, were really happy kind of talking about is, you know, imagine a small startup wanting to talk about their brand, about their, uh, about their product lines, trying to get articles out uh, or even doing uh, the content creation where do you even start? Where do you even look for those uh, uh, copywriters or websites which are relevant to, to the niche? Uh, and that's why I think when it comes to looking out for platforms which kind of assist you in automating all of that, and what I mean by that is, you know, you, you, you look at what you, what you want, you identify a specific platform, you upload your entire media plan, and then let the automation part of that platform or that tool you're using kick in. You know, so you kind of end up strategizing more, understanding the market, kind of being on the ball rather than, you know, spending endless hours doing the manual process. Because that is what I think where the key underlying reason is, you know, you look at all the biggest uh, automation platforms or tools available in the market now, whether it's uh, marketing related or just simple marketplaces. You know, you look at Amazon, you look at eBay, uh, you look at MailChimp, you know, these, these tools, these platforms have made our jobs so much easier when it comes to, you know, uh, sticking to our deadlines. So um, I think it's a bit of both. The second part of your question where which part is more important? I think a bit of both content creation as well. If it's done in the right manner, and what I mean by that is when you're using an automated tool, if you are giving out the correct brief for the AI to be effective for you, and then of course, you know, adding the human element to it, uh, then you get the right results. Uh, and then secondly, when it comes to distributing it uh, as i said you know some of some of uh, our customers in the uk uh, that's why they've loved kind of dealing uh, with our brand is simply because you you fill in matrix and you you got you got you know 20 30 pages of websites available for you to kind of distribute your content in a very organic and healthy manner you know so uh, so yeah i hope i hope i hope i've answered your question yeah yeah totally and i think today uh, ai uh, is a must have you know from my experience for example uh, you know I, I check out my speed of uh, creating content with ai and without ai and uh, for example without ai i can write like uh, two thousand words per uh, like four hours eight hours it depends on the topic uh, sometimes i need to, to research more but with ai i can write twenty thousand words and uh, by the way quality information and i think when uh, marketers proclaim that ai doesn't create quality content it's not true you know yeah. uh, if you spend time uh, in uh, from my experience better to review existing tools uh, to analyze them and think how you can adapt uh, some of them uh, to use uh, the right features to test a little bit and yeah you can get uh, high results with that by the way I i'm going to create uh, my tool uh, with ai i wanna you know it's interesting because i have my tool uh, that helps to analyze websites you know just at your website you can get all insights about title description uh, context um, anything and uh, right now we are going to create tool that will uh, create content for the whole website i don't know how how long does it take but yeah it's our goal uh, i have the next question uh, what kind of business can really benefit from automation and are you using similar tool platforms currently tom can you reply of course yes i think every business should be using automation to a degree so whether it be smaller business all the way through to the larger corporates and I think especially for smaller businesses or like medium businesses that don't have the funds, for example, to bring in a copywriter onto the team to write articles every month about your SEO, 
and to help you with that sort of content strategy, AI is a great way to sort of start or even get those topical questions that people are asking on Google at the moment that you can then pick up and then write an article about it. There's a great website, I think it's called Ask the Public, and you can type in a topic and it gives you loads and loads of um, different topics that you can sort of write content about. And there's so many different tools and platforms out there that you can use. We use loads of different ones. We use a great tool. I can't remember the, the name of it off the top of my head, but our content team use it. And it basically, we can put in a, a phrase or a sentence and it can rephrase that into a different tone if it needs to be more corporate, if it needs to be more friendly. And it's a great way to just one up our content. And I mean, there's like Grammarly as well, which is an awesome tool, which our yeah. copywriters use to get even more, um, you know, readability and make sure that the content is well written and makes sense. You know, we write content for clients in the US, clients in Europe. So it, it's always different in terms of grammar and stuff with like British English and American English. So it's a, it's a nice way to just make sure we're on our toes, but also other automations like Zapier, MailChimp, SEMrush, Ahrefs, all that kind of stuff. It's just great to whack that into the strategy and to, to start using it 100%. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Uh, you mentioned about uh, answer the public. Uh, can you tell, uh, you know, for example, uh, my customers often ask me about this tool that you can't get uh, volume with this tool. Uh, uh, can you tell it's uh, how it matters to get this volume? Uh, it's important or it's better to reply the existing questions that you can find on, on this tool? What do you think about that? Definitely. So I always tell our clients and our team that you shouldn't be writing content for the sake of writing content. You need to have a purpose of why you're writing it. Um, when we give our clients blog suggestions or when we write blogs for our clients or submit articles using WhitePress, we always look at what their audience is searching. So yes, we will use Answer the Public to look at those key topics, but we'll always dive in deeper to look at the actual keyword research behind that. So whether that be with SEMrush or Google Keyword Planner, so we can make sure that we're writing content for people as well as sort of search engines and stuff as well. I think there's got to always be a balance between the type of content that you write some agencies and some freelancers will say, you know, we only need to write for SEO. We don't need to write for our, our customers and our users, which, yeah, you can do that and it gets some okay results. But I'm a very holistic and ethical person. And I think if you need to put content on your website, it needs to make sense, right? If you're an SEO agency or a beauty company, you need to be writing content that your users are going to enjoy and they're going to read into and then they're going to say, okay, these guys sell Shea Butter. I'm going to look at their website now and, and hopefully make a purchase. So it's got to be a fine balance, I think. But having a good topic to start off with and then go finer into that details always helps 100%. Yeah, love it. Love it. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> you know, guys, because uh, I can tell why. Uh, I often see when uh, webmasters pay a lot of attention to search engines. You know, uh, create content for a human and then optimize for search engines. Uh, exactly. forget about search engines you know yeah. i always tell my clients please forget about search engines no search engines just create content for a human for your customers learn uh, yeah. what kind of problems they have how you can decide them and uh, only after that you can optimize with search engines that's it you know without uh, uh, without hurting ux you know so yeah uh, human first search engines second yeah yeah, as, as, as Tom rightfully said, you know, there, there has to be a, a fine balance because end of the day, you, you, yeah. there are humans who are actually reading the article. So the more it kind of connects to them, uh, the better chances are they would be obviously sharing it on as well. So, yes, you know, uh, a yeah. bit of both, as Tom said. Yeah. 
Of course, of course, yeah. Balance is important because uh, we can't create only for a human because, yeah, we need to optimize for search engines as well. So, yeah. <laughs> so okay, I have uh, the next question. How to be sure that link building content distribution is done quickly and effectively with the entire automation process? Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, the last time um, I get a lot of information about white hat link building that we need to use only these methods. Can you tell how, how to use automation uh, with creating links? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, again, you know, one, one of the things uh, WordPress has been really famous and successful with is with making sure that when it comes to you know link building content distribution and not just about link building as well you know for your for for companies and brands PR needs as well um as i was saying kind of you know i answered part of that question uh, uh, a bit earlier as well where um you know people have spent millions and millions of hours trying to search for uh like those amazing websites but they've got that thing stuck in the head. Yeah, we, we want a DA, DR, trust flow, you know, not, not too much spam coming out there. But where are those websites? Even, even if those websites exist, do they even allow guest posts? You know, all of that. So again, you know, coming back to not just WordPress, you know, I'm not being just, I'm not here just to talk about WordPress. You know, I'm here to make sure that people kind of benefit out of uh, this uh, webinar. There are other platforms as well where, you know, they're, they're, they're really uh, helpful when, when it comes to, making sure that your link building strategy is, is being catered to and is being looked after. Uh, and that's where, you know, platforms where you can simply create, you know, user accounts, uh, populate the search filters as to what your uh, customers or your, what your clients looking for when it comes to, I don't know, uh, the quality of portals, you're looking at the SEO indicators, uh, you're looking at uh, what kind of uh, HREFs or SEMrush traffic uh, you want. So. What I would recommend to you know uh, all our lovely listeners is uh, try and look for automated platforms where there's a lot of integration happening. You know where you can see Hrefs, where you can see Semrush, yeah. all of that, which kind of you know completes the circle, rather than taking bits and bobs out of everything. Uh, uh, it's still going to save you time. Don't get me wrong, because automation always helps. But if you do have to make sure that you know if you're spending 12 hours a week just trying to hunt for link building um, yeah. uh, 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 websites, um, automation should actually bring it down to no more than two, three hours, because then all you're doing is, you know, your, 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 your chunk of your time is all about coming up with an absolute amazing, engaging content. And just simply about kind of, you know, uploading your media plan, your media planner onto that specific tool or platform. And again, let the automation part you know, handle it. What I mean by that is if you've got a three month media campaign, uh, you know, look for platforms which can actually time the publication of your articles, which helps in your link building, you know, have staggered publications out of, you know, every 10 days, every two weeks, whatever, whatever the, the, the plan might be. So, so yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have additional question about that. You know, for example, uh, let me share my process of uh, earning links. Uh, not, uh, I, I don't want to tell about uh, creating earning links. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I usually uh, find a list of domains where I can uh, submit my pitch or uh, outreach them. Uh, then uh, I use uh, tools like Buzzstream or Pitchbox uh, to... Um, 
to set up this process, uh, I need to spend time uh, to learn more about recipients, uh, to send the right message, to tell them that I have a good piece of content or uh, I can create a good piece of content if we are talking about guest posting. And uh, from my experience, it takes so much time to do it. You know, uh, for day, it's possible to write like 20 emails a day, 30 emails, yeah, even... Uh, can you tell how you can simplify all this process with uh, white press? Uh, why, uh, uh, you know, for me, it's important my time because uh, time is the biggest asset ever. You know, I can't get back my time. So if I spend my time, uh, for example, I can lose money, I can get back money. Resources, yeah, as well. Uh, as I did, um, yeah, because of this war in Ukraine, yeah, I lost resources, money. But, you know, uh, I don't care a lot because I have my life, health, it's more important for me. What? Do, but time is more important can you tell how to simplify the process uh, and take away all these uh, tools that i use in my process and to reach out uh, directly to website owners and get backlinks yeah 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 i think you hit the nail on the head on the head the moment you said you're sending out what 20 odd emails a day trying to search for websites why because all of these webmasters normally do not even have a contact telephone number it's just info at something and by the time they pick up their emails you realize Blimey, two weeks have passed and your client screaming down uh, on the phone uh, saying, listen, I wanted to go these things live yesterday. So that's where WordPress has come in. So currently we've got over 40,000 websites uh, in 21 languages, you know, publishing articles in uh, 22 countries. And these are all pre-negotiated terms and conditions. So it's, it's a bit like if you're shopping for a pair of um, sneakers or trainers on Amazon, you create a user account, you know, you, you kind of fill in, uh, populate filters where it says what color, what size, what's the price, and you hit search. It's going to tell you what shoes are available. You click on buy, pay by card, happy days, three days later, you know, delivery at, at your doorstep. And that's exactly what WordPress does, where you populate, well, we've got 40 plus search filters there, you know, which is divided into basic nice. SEO marketing you know you can you can decide right is is it going to be all pr related or is it just going to be about link building thing um and the more search filters you populate the more accurate search results you get back and then to kind of throw in and make the deal a bit sweeter you don't have a content no worries yeah the uh, the platform then tells you and or, or asks you do you want to give us the copywriter copywriting bit and we got well, over 600 copywriters sitting in different parts of the world all native so from start to finish let's assume you had five articles to publish you can get all of that done including copywriting within three to five business days awesome yeah you know you unite PR and link building campaigns you know <laughs> it's hard to imagine because I usually cooperate with PR specialists, with link builders, and uh, I pay for a bunch of tools, especially for PR. Yeah, they cost a lot, but yeah. you unite them in one platform. Awesome. Yeah, love it. That's love why it. we've been using WhitePress for a couple of months now, Anatoly. It's been absolutely fantastic because we've cut all that time down from where we had to email all of those people to get responses for websites and we can jump on WhitePress now we can look for the different niches that we're looking for for example we've got a client currently now that is in the entertainment industry and we want to get their um, articles and stories out to as many people as we can spoke with steve his team's working on a list because the, the what's great as well is 
they have so many connections with people that aren't on their platform directly. So you can get those really good links that you probably wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. So it's been uh, it's been fast, fantastic for our team as well because it's been absolutely joyous. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> love it, love it. Okay, guys. Um, uh, by the way, I edit the link in the comments. You can find it uh, and open this website. Just learn more about features and jump on that. Yeah. Uh, I have the next question: How to use uh, content to increase sales? Tom, can you reply to this question? Fantastic question. <laughs> I think there is there's so many ways that you can do that you know we can go down the social media route we can go down the website route we can go down the blogging route and i think it's so important especially for businesses to be producing as much content as you possibly can um, i tell all of our clients that you need to be posting to social media any blogs that you post to your website you need to be sharing on social media because a lot of businesses forget about that and i think it's such a a, a massive sort of egg that needs to go in the basket with a marketing strategy because if people aren't creating that content how are people going to find you whether that be from blog posts whether that be on social media um so i think it's vital for people to initially start by doing that um and i think the way that you can use content to increase sales is giving information to people informing people and as we said earlier talking to them as if they are a person and not a search engine um and creating that content around it so for example if you're a beauty company and all of your products are vegan and cruelty free and you could maybe create a um, a blog feature every couple of weeks where you talk about the ingredients you talk about the process of how it's made you talk about all of the benefits of your skincare products and sort of why you should be using shea butter and aloe vera as opposed to another thing so if you look at what people are searching for online you can then tap into that content and you can create content around that i like to say there's two different types of content you've got your website content which will have all of your content on your website for your different services which is all about sales and then you have your blog content some people use their blog as a, a way to say oh steve's joined the company as our head of marketing we're really excited to welcome him yeah that's great to, to you know to put out maybe on social media but not for your website your website should be a hub of resource for potential customers and people to come onto your website so you can gain that information you can build trust with your user and then you can sort of narrow them down into that content funnel and have those call to actions within your blog but not necessarily put it into people's faces and that's where a lot of people fail you know they write content it's a beautiful piece of, of writing but there's no call to action in it which is great if you want to just educate people but if you want to use that content to increase sales you need to have some sort of call to action in there without being too salesy as i like to say yeah yeah <laughs> totally uh, you know uh, for me you know sharing value is in my blood you know i don't care about uh, overselling or anything else you know uh, i uh, i often get the question how to get a lot of followers or subscribers share value you know uh, don't try to sell you can submit call to action in your post in the end of your post but you don't need to uh, be uh, yeah to sell a lot it's better to share value and because most customers don't buy from unrecognizable brands they want to get value first and then i only uh, buy and you know what i like in your tool because uh, uh, about pr and link building because I, I often see when some projects uh use link building and forget about pr uh but google uh considers uh, many parameters like uh, eat uh, expertise authority trust your money your life you know and without pr uh, and media coverage it's hard 
to get yeah. a high performance with that. Uh, it's the same when you use only PR campaigns and forget about link building. You know, links are uh, authority. You know, it's hard to go ahead. So you unite all of them in one tool. Awesome. You know, yeah, good job. Um, okay, guys, I want to ask uh, the question from our uh, attendee. Uh, Shia struggles uh, writing blogs uh, while keeping SEO keywords in mind. How do I find uh, she finds a way to leverage balance both of the two important things? What do you think? Tom, I think you're the best person to answer this. Of course. So what we do when we are either writing blogs or giving briefs to our clients to their internal team is to first pick a topic. So if you wanted the topic to be about link building, that would be your main topic. And you can do a bit of a plan. I'm sure there's loads of templates out on there online, but you just get them. The main thing is your topic first. Then once you've got that topic, what you then want to do is start looking for your keywords. Now, there's different ways that people do it. Some people write the copy and then they add the keywords in afterwards once they've done that research. If you can multitask, great. Do both at the same time. Um, but going back to what we said about earlier is you should be writing content for your audience and then optimizing it for SEO. So don't get too caught up in the whole keyword stuff. If you write the piece of content first, fantastic. Then you can start looking into that sort of keyword research realm, you know, using your tools, SEMrush, Ahrefs, all those different ones out there. Even Google Keyword Planner as well is great. Looking at the volume, getting a good mixture of high, low, medium competition keywords um, and making sure you just add them frequently within the content. You can go to Google, you can type in that keyword, see how often that's being used in one of the examples that's already ranking, and then just add a few more into uh, into your content that you're writing for. So there's always gonna be an even balance between SEO and human, um, but always put that human step first. If you're just starting out with your SEO of your website, don't worry too much about your keywords, just start getting that content out there. And then as you start to build up your domain authority and you start ranking for some keywords, Things will sort of generally happen anyway, but yeah, always keep a good balance. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom, I want to ask additional question about uh, covering your uh, target audience. For example, if uh, I find a list of keywords, and you know, in most cases, many webmasters uh, are trying to cover a lot. No, they find a list of keywords on SEMrush, Ahrefs, any other uh, well-known tools. And you know, when they have a bunch of keywords, they usually uh, try to cover all of them, you know, to create a lot of content. Uh, but uh, I think uh, it's not a good idea uh, because it's better to find your target audience and uh, uh, to learn their uh, buying journey, you know, uh, find how you can help them on this journey. Can you tell how to filter out a list of keywords and find uh, what uh, is related to your niche and uh, to submit the right call to action in your content, for example, if you are talking about blog posts? I'll give you two secrets. So one thing that we Love really secrets. like to do, of course, one thing that we really like to do at Nautilus is reverse engineer success. I find it so important with SEO to look at what my competitors are doing. So as an example for Nautilus, I know all of our competitors are. I keep very close eye on them. Um, I like, I'm like a spy. And I always look at what keywords they're ranking for, whether it be their service keywords or their blogging keywords as well. Um, I think it's really important to be seeing the type of keywords that your, com your competitors are ranking for. And also on the back of that, you're also looking at their off-page SEO, what links they're getting, where are they getting them from, and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really good sort of step to, to, to begin with. Um, second of all is sort of that keyword element. Now, as a general rule of thumb, we won't target more than three or four keywords per blog or per per service page. Um, people have 
different views on 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 sort of different how many you should focus on we always say at least three to four um some people will do more some people will do less it's a good balance of uh, of getting that up and running because you don't want to be targeting 50 keywords in a blog which is just absolutely ridiculous google won't know what's going on and probably having a heart attack um and it's good to have that balance of you know good three or four target keywords put a list out and i like to look at it like you're in a sweet shop look at the volume of those keywords look at the competition of those keywords and say right okay i'm going to pick maybe a couple of medium competition a couple of high and then maybe a, a low competition as well so you can get a good mix within your content um and in terms of call to actions i recorded a podcast on this quite a while back actually but there's so many different types of call to actions that you can do um the most important thing is you know when you're writing that copy having that in mind if you're educating someone about one of your services you can just link one of those services to your service page um, interlinking as well is a fantastic way to, to help with your overall seo health some people overlook it they create their content publish it maybe they've got some call to actions in but they don't interlink or link to external sources as well so that's a really good tip um, but just having that call to action within the copy you can add like graphics and email sign up banners and pop-ups and all that kind of stuff if you've got the resources to do that amazing if not just mentioning it in the copy and, and getting in there is a perfectly fine way to do it i'd say nice nice yeah and you know for me interlinking uh is the best uh link building strategy you know because <laughs> you can impact to the strategy <laughs> of course okay yeah and yeah i agree with masters often uh skip the strategy uh yeah but if you post a new piece of content yeah just interlink from uh, other uh, related pages on your website and share on social media yeah it's, it's the first step for any link building strategy uh, tom 100%. i have another question about far away let's let's get back to the main topic uh, what sort of features you would uh look for uh in content automation distribution creation uh platforms tools supporting the process of course i know steve mentioned this earlier but what one of the things that i really like about whitepress is it integrates so when we go and look for links on whitepress we can see you know average traffic we can look at domain authority we can look at trust flow we can look at all the stats that we would normally have to do so normally in a normal world what we do is we go and grab a link of a site that we wanted to sort of look at and target pop it into moz or pop it into semrush and look at the data and that adds time right you know i want to finish at five o'clock and grab a gin and tonic i don't really want to be uh going through and, and looking at all this data so that's the one thing that really really helps from a time perspective with whitepress is you are able to see all of the key statistics that you need to and as well if we're working on multiple projects we can add all of our client projects into our um, on our panel on whitepress and we can then track everything from start to finish so we can track the content if it's being written by the white press team if we're going in and we're looking at all the targeting for the the different industries or niches where we want to go um and we can we can do all that stuff as well so it's a nice way for us to jump in look at everything that we need to in one place without going on to 20 different websites uh, and finding all the data and stuff that we need to and an awesome uh, feature as well is a lot of the times when we used to pay for links and we used to reach out to people is it's hard to sort of find and track that data effectively of how well that's performed. Whereas with WhitePress, it's even better because you get all of that data. So I could pull up a report now, some links that we've done recently, and I can see how many clicks it's got, all of the viewers, where they're located in the world, all that kind of stuff. So it's, uh, 
it saves me a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Time as well. Love it. Love it. Uh, okay. I have the question to Steven. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, how have your current clients reacted or commented on the WordPress platform usage for content distribution? Well, yeah, good question, actually, because, you know, the proof is in the pudding. I can say a lot of good things, but it's, it's all what my customers or my clients are talking about. So the feedback we've got is very market specific. You know, people are out of, I don't know, seven odd USBs we've got on our platform. Uh, there's always kind of a couple of them which attract a specific market. For example, um, you know, the, this, this uh, important bit about saving time and we're populating the search filters. The Polish market fell in love with it eight years ago. And that's why it just, you know, spread like wildfire. In the UK, which we recently launched, well, three months ago, we've just penetrated the UK market. One of the biggest things has actually been the financial reason and the analytics and reporting, which Tom, what Tom was talking about. You know, imagine you've, you, you've done the content creation, you've distributed it really well, but then what's been the impact of it? You know, you're looking at various other uh, tools in order to get that information out. Whereas with, with WordPress, it's all integrated. You're not paying a penny more. Uh, and people have been literally, you know, click off a button and you understand what's been the article performance when it comes to, you know, readers engagement, the hours, the URL, URL addresses, all the other countries, you know, all, all the traffic coming from uh, what specific market. Um, but most importantly, after you've, done, you, after you've run a campaign, you can also look at the domain statistics statistics where you know the target domain let's assume if we were doing uh, a media plan for nautilus marketing for for tom you know he could kind of run um, a piece for about you know three four five months and then go back and look at the domain statistics how you know the uh, the traffic actually increased month on month um, uh, or, or, or since since he actually made that article live so that's been that's been quite important another thing with the uk market has been quite handy is to be honest we were not aware of it it's just when we ended up going to the brighton seo uh, one of the biggest seo events uh, in the uk that was uh, in october um, we found out that uh, similar other platforms or other link building agencies you know, charge you an arm and a leg in order to just use their uh, uh, links. As in, there's a monthly user fee. They tie you down to contracts. And that was something, you know, uh, not really acceptable. And that's where we stood out. And it was too hard for people to believe. You know, people ended up asking me questions. Hang on a second, mate. So you're not tying me down to any contract. I'm not paying a monthly user fee. Uh, so what am I really paying for? I said, just simply the article price you see on our screen. There are no hidden costs there. So, mm -hmm. you know, you could you could create a user account, not use it for six months. Nothing's going to happen. No one's taking a penny out of your bank account until you actually start publishing articles there. And then on top of that, the most important bit is the pricing factor. You know, we're giving all these freebies. Surely there has to be a catch somewhere. But there isn't really. Why? Because, you know, when we go and negotiate with all these big publishing houses or webmasters, we don't go and ask for one article space. We go and do a bulk purchase. We ask for 20, 30, 40 uh, article spaces and we drive the price right down uh, to the ground. And that's where, you know, the publishing house is happy. We, of course, get volume business and then brands and agencies like like Tom are happy using us and I'll be kind of happy enough you know the last three months since we've uh, gone into the UK market apart from you know the wonderful agency of Tom we've had some other brands as well CMC markets or you name it um, Decathlon 
similar web uh quite an important uh uh tool which people use happens to be my client now i'm kind of you know looking after their account as well when it comes to you know them talking more to the world about similar web so as i said a bit of everything in terms of the feedback we've got uh where people are either happy with the time saving bit or the uh 100% clarity they've got you know it's not that we ask you to pay first and then we're going to display the name of the website. No, everything's there. You don't have to spend a penny there because we've got nothing to hide. And even if you know people want to kind of try and go straight to the webmaster uh, uh, and be you know slightly cheeky about it, and you know sometimes things have happened in a, in a week's time, they do come back and say, "Yes, yeah, Steve, actually, you know what, well, mate, your 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 platform looks really lovely. Uh, it just takes all the boxes." Uh, so, so we, we hope, you know, the way we've conquered markets in 20 other countries where we are able to do in the UK as well, uh, uh, you know, as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Um, Steven, I have uh, another question about, uh, you know, for example, when uh, I mm, create link building campaigns, you know, sometimes you spend so much time uh, to earn one link, you know, and, uh, but uh, editor can remove this link you know uh, they have the the rights because uh, it's their website uh, i can't impact the process what about your platform for example if i pay for uh, getting this link you know i mean like a pr campaign or link building it doesn't matter uh, and if an editor will delete this link what can i do with that yeah great question actually um uh because we've done all these bulk purchases and we've got an amazing relation. So WhitePress to start off with has got a 12 month money back uh, guarantee as, as a policy. So if, if the live, if the link has been removed or something's happened, no questions asked, whatever the balance period is left within uh, those 12 months, that money, the equivalent of that money is returned back to you. However, uh, in practicality, what we've seen is uh, all of our links, they either stay minimum 36 months, if not permanent. So 12 months mm -hmm. is the guarantee we give. So again, it's it's not something you you pay for it. And then a few months after, you got to you know start doing the entire process once again. So yes, that's kind of another feather in the cap when it comes to people kind of happy uh, and, and, and using WordPress platform. Mm -hmm. Nice. Love it. Love it. Uh, okay, guys. Um... I want to ask both, you know, uh, give me a strong reason. Uh, after this webinar, go to uh, WhitePress and register. Uh, just uh, one strong point why I need to do it. Tom, you want to go first? Uh, I think as I spoke about customer uh, <laughs> you know, impressions and testimonials, yeah, you, you, you take the first one, mate. Time. I think that's the most important thing. Um, our SEO team used to spend hours and hours and hours looking for links and making sure, you know, that they're, legitimate links um we've paid for links before and they've just not published our article um, which is very frustrating and there's not really much you can do um whereas with white press you, you have everything is done within the platform you go on you you submit the article that you want to write the um publisher will then review it and then once they've reviewed it they'll get it published a lot of the times when we've done uh, links have been published within a couple of hours or 12 hours 24 hours max um and then you can go back on and say, oh, actually the, the caption is wrong for this image. Can you go ahead and change it? 
and it just saves so much time. It, it means that our emails are for emails and white press is for white press. So it, it, for, for us, it's just been a time factor and the quality of links as well. We've gone to publish a couple of articles before um, and the publisher just said, oh, actually, you know, we don't publish articles on SEO or we don't publish articles on XYZ. And that's been great for us because it really proves that not just anybody can be on this platform um, and everyone is legitimate, which is quite nice. So it's, uh, it's, it's a good platform to be on and it saved us so much time. Nice. Brilliant. And to, and to kind of, you know, uh, continue what Tom's saying right at the end, uh, you know, the one word which comes to my mind is trust. Uh, people trust us. Uh, simple as that, because as I said, you know, there's nothing to hide there. You see the performance of the website over a three, four, six month period. You know, you see what the trends have been. Um, uh, you pay only when the article's actually gone live. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's again, we're happy to give out first rather than expect anything back. And to be honest, that's how you build trust. That's how you add value uh, to, to, to the brand of WhitePress or, or, or any other brand, you know. Tom would probably say the same, you know, when he kind of uh, deals with his clients or Anatoly for you as well with, you know, with your clients. It all comes down to the trust is to, you mm -hmm. know, why should people listen to you when you've got well, 100 others lining up, probably trying to do the same with, uh, with, with your marketing budgets. It's how much you can connect with them, uh, understand their business, what it's all about, and then you know, make sure that you're being 100% honest with them. And that's how you build trust. And once you've got the trust, numbers would follow. To be honest. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know, uh, I wanna share my reasons why uh, I wanna use it. Uh, the first reason, because I know uh, the process. It takes time to find link builder, copywriters, editors, uh, and uh, use tools. Uh, send these uh, emails to get response to cooperate with them. Yeah, it's it's really hard to organize the process, to handle the process, to uh, check out what kind of results can I get with that. So, yeah, I agree with you about time, about trust, and about the process, simplify the process, and uh, save your time to develop and innovate your products. You know, when you spend uh, so much time with building and PR, you, can't, uh, you can lose time uh, creating and developing your products. So, yeah, love it. Okay, guys, thanks a lot for taking part uh, on this show, uh, sharing uh, valuable tips. Uh, tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Yes, so of course, uh, you know, whitepress.com uh, is, uh, is, is the website. You know, you, 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 you look at all the pages to register anyone who wants to kind of start using our platform. Uh, it, you know, I was timing it the other day to try and create a user account. It takes no longer than 36 seconds, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, Tom's nod, uh, proves that as well, but that's the same thing to him as well. Um, I tested that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, whitepress.com guys, simple as that. Uh, it'll tell you the entire story. Uh, the moment you kind of jump on board, you know, our strong customer service, uh, team reaches out, uh, to make sure that the, um, you know, onboarding is seamless. Uh, and people know what, uh, how, how to use the, the platform, you know, when it comes to demos, um, uh, when it comes to, you know, holding hands within the first couple of months to be sure that you understand the amazing functionalities within the platform. Uh, and rest, you know, you, know, uh, uh, you, 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 you guys will find me uh, on the contacts page. If you have any more questions, you know, you can reach out to me. My telephone number's there, my email address is there. <laughs> Nice, nice. Okay, Tom, but what about you? 
Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. Tom Jauncey and then our website, nautilusmarketing.co.uk is where we're at. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Love it. Pleasure. Um, you know, uh, for me, I'm a student. I want to learn something new. I want to uh, know how to simplify experience, how to go ahead. So, yeah, you share a lot about that. So I'm going to do it. I want to share uh, this video and audio podcast with my team. And I recommend everyone to register on WordPress and start using it. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.